Welcome to the Lighthouse Financial Advisors Money Over 50 podcast with Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Lighthouse Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50 with Michael and uh, recorded on location from our respective spare bedrooms. I was about to say, are you going to call it a home office? Because that makes it sound much more technical. What it actually is, I'm, I'm hiding out in our bedroom because uh, our child's got a play school cranked up in the background. So hopefully you, no one can, can hear that. And I've been able to well, get away from yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in uh, the main bedroom because it's the only one that has a lock on it um, and, I, and I need to lock it uh, so that uh, Richie and Margot don't come in. Um, it was really funny because I, I was listening to a podcast uh, that you put me onto the other night from, from America. I don't know if we've mentioned this on the... And um, I'm really familiar with, with uh, the movies Frozen and Frozen 2 now uh, because because they tend to get played every day at lunchtime yeah. at my house. Yeah. So so um, uh, the kids the kids love those Disney movies. Disney are really good at capturing that that young audience. So I was listening to this podcast and I could hear in the background yeah. a uh, one of the hit songs from Frozen 2. <laughs> uh, you, you would, you would always start singing along that. I started singing along. I knew this guy uh, who was a, uh, a serious it. financial professional in, in, yeah. in Manhattan, New York, yeah. was, um, yeah. was actually recording from his bedroom as well. So, <laughs> yeah, Hopefully, hopefully we, we've got away from enough noise, but if you hear that in the background, that's probably what's going on there. That's, that's, that's uh, why, yeah. We actually yeah. have um, Barbie Dolphin Magic on in the lounge right now. So uh, if you hear any songs, uh, you, you'll, you'll be able to put it, you'll, you'll know it's from. <laughs> uh, Barbie doll for magic. So, all right. Um, so, in all seriousness, what do we want to talk, talk about today? Yeah. And you have place to go on. So, um, what we're here to talk about today is um, look, why now could be a really good time to uh, either establish a retirement plan yep. or to uh, to review it uh, or to or, or to enhance it. So, Jealous, yep. yep. um, this is your topic. So yeah. I'll throw to you to start with. Yeah. So what got me thinking about this was what tends to happen is that in, in sort of times of, um, I guess, uncertainty for a lot of people, what, te- what happens is human beings, we, when, we're, when we're under pressure or under uncertainty, we tend to narrow our focus into the immediate future and what has to happen right now. Uh, and so obviously over the last few weeks, that's kind of where all our attention has been. You know, as, as a society, it's been basically, how do we just get through the immediate now? And is my job safe? And what am I going to do for money? And is my family going to be fit and healthy and all the rest of it? And what do I need to do um, you know, health-wise? All that kind of thing. So, But I was watching the press conference last night with um, Scott Morrison. He was talking about how... Yeah, this is, we just have to get used to the fact that this is a new way to live for, you know, what, what he was sort of talking about was the next six months. And it got me thinking that what's going to start to happen, I think, over the next few weeks is that we'll start to get a bit of a rhythm of um, 
you know, going, yes, things are going to be a bit different um, for some people, you know, uh, both health-wise and, and economically. It's going to be a bit of a tough time. But we are going to have, we are going to, at some stage next few weeks, come out to the side where people start to then think again about the future and go, okay, well, the immediate crisis has passed. We, we know what we need to do. Everything's all kind of a bit organised. And what you, what you actually find is that, I, th- I was thinking about this, and for a lot of people, this could be a, a fantastic opportunity for them to, to get started for their, for their retirement planning. And one of the main reasons, there's a few reasons that, that I could think of, one of the main ones is time. So for most people that we talk to, uh, Michael, and I'm sure it's the same for you, they, when they come in and see us for the first time, it's normally sort of sometime in their 50s. And when you ask, you know, why now? Sometimes it'll be for a financial, there's a, there's a catalyst that's happened. But in a lot of other cases, they'll go, oh, you know, geez, we've been, we've been meaning to do this for, for years. Or we spoke about it every six months for the last three years. And now we've just had a chance to actually get organised or we've just had a bit of, bit of breathing room and now we can do it. So for a lot of people that come in and see us, they, they are focused on other things in their life. They're having a good time. They're, they're travelling. They're playing sports. They're you know, going to boot camps, doing all those sorts of things. And, you know, as is always the way, some of the things like planning for your retirement could just get put on the back burner when you don't have, have time. Now, at the moment, there, we've got nothing but time. You know, if, if, you're, if, you, if you're lucky enough to still be working, then that's great, you've got that. But other than that, there is literally nothing else that you can do at the moment. So time is, is something that we all have a bit more of at the moment. Look, it's... it's- it's one of the things that um, we find that, that people tend to focus on um, anytime something perceived uh, negative. And of course, what's happening now around the world is, is far more negative than it is positive. Yeah. There is always another side to the coin though. In yeah. any negative, yeah. there is a positive. So mm. uh, one of the positives right now is that, yeah, you do have time and you are forced to be um, uh, close to your loved ones. And yes. there's look, there's no better time than to talk Just, about some of these things now. So yeah, so yeah. you know, and, to start with a true yeah. retirement plan is 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 often what do you want? What do you want your life to, to look sit like? around the table yeah. with um, your spouse and yeah. you know talk about some things that you just don't get time to do. Yeah, uh, That's exactly in, right. as as life gets in the way, and yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's other. I, 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 I read I, yesterday I that there's other benefits in terms of of people are getting to know their neighbours that they've never ever known yeah. beforehand yeah. because yeah. Uh, because yeah. everyone's you know, forced into self-isolation. So yeah. um, look, it's, a, it's a good chance to actually sit down and actually start to talk about that with, with your spouse. Yeah, and, and I think the, uh, the point, even, I guess, even before you, you have the... For most people, like you would have seen this, when they would come meet us for the first, for first time, some of the times the questions that we ask a sort of basic about you know what do you plan to do in retirement and you can tell that people just haven't had um the time or the mental energy to really think about personally what do they want their life to look like and so i think a part of the reason why this this time or this space to think about it is so effective is because this is to some degree the things that people might think they want in retirement they're probably being proven right now they don't so yeah we often have this where you say to people what are you going to do when you retire? And they say, oh, you know, I'll just, you know, go and I'll, I'll read books. And you go, okay, well, once you've read a book for two days, like I love reading books more than anyone. Once you've read a book for two days straight, you're ready to do something else. So 
all of these types of things, you're sort of getting to experience a, a, a more relaxed pace of life that might be what you what you sort of thought your retirement you wanted it to look like. So it's kind of a good chance to not just think about and discuss what you think you wanted to do in retirement, but also to sort of test that in real time and go, well, do I actually enjoy the things that I thought I would want to spend a lot of time doing in retirement? That's a, that's, yeah, look, that's a, you're getting a really small glimpse of yeah. what uh, retired life would be. And, yeah. um, and, and of course, some people are still working from home and, and, and if you can, um, there's yeah. obviously some occupations. Um, yeah where you can't actually work from home because yeah. you, you, know, you yeah. physically can't get anything done, of course. Yeah. But um, look, it, it, is, it is a good, you raise an interesting point there. Right now, uh, ahead of time, you're actually yeah. getting a glimpse into, into what, um, what the normal day of a, of, of a fully retired life would be. So, yeah. well, and, 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 and it's very difficult for people to say at age 50 what they think they're, they exactly. really would want to do it in retirement. Sorry, yeah. I stole your point. No, your no well, I, I, I was just about to say, you know, we discussed this in a, in a previous podcast talking about the same sort of thing when you go on holidays. You know, if you, you have a couple of weeks off work, you sort of start to realise how much of your day-to-day life and how much of your identity and your um, energy is taken up by your work. And when that's gone, what is going to, to sort of fill that void? And so... I think it's it's a it's a similar though again for me personally this has been a good experience working from home it's been a again proven to me that I really don't have any I wouldn't in a perfect world I wouldn't ever fully retire I think and and we've spoken it's before where I can't foresee a time when I wouldn't enjoy doing something uh, something like this for, for a couple or a few hours a day. And so it's, it's all that sort of thing with people where they might go, well, I planned to work full time until a certain age and then, and then fully retire. People might be rethinking that right now. And there are people who are being, you know, who are being cut back to working three or four days a week. They might find that they, they actually love that and go, well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at three or four days a week and I'll just work for an extra five years longer than I thought. It's, it's a really, Interesting experiment, I think. Uh, we've spoken at length during many podcasts about the shift that we've seen um, yeah. away from full-time work up until that point in time on your 65th birthday and then full-time yeah. retirement from yeah. that point on. And, you know, we've spoken about people in their 60s even who uh, leave the, the hectic 50-hour uh, yeah. a, a week job Full in their, model, yeah. obviously their high position that they're in they've, they've risen to that point in time start a consulting yeah. business where they work three days a week on average or they work yeah. um, full on for three months and then finish a project and have a couple of weeks off and then try and get into another project after that so so yeah. the, the notion was already there look I'm with you um, I've loved just this I've only done one week of working from home you've obviously done this is your third three. week you, yeah yeah Flew back from Japan, yeah, um, and missed the cutoff by five <laughs> hours. That's so right. So you had to self isolate for fourteen days. So uh, yeah. this is the end of your third week. Um, yeah. Monday, Monday and Tuesday of this week, trying to work from home with a four-year-old and a two-year-old, even though my wife's at home, um, I got really, really frustrated because yeah. I was trying to I was trying to be as productive as I am yeah. in the office, and then I just gave up. I was okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll be, I'll be productive in the morning. Uh, yeah. I can lock the door for a while. 
Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm productive again after the kids go to bed at night. So from seven yep. thirty p.m. till about nine thirty yep. p.m. ten p.m. Yeah. Um, in between, I do little bits and pieces where I can, and then and and I let go on Wednesday. So it's been uh, Wednesday, Thursday. I had really good days. Yeah. Uh, and I'm look. It's it's been really good, and and the positive of that is I've got to spend a little bit more time with uh, my kids and my wife, and yeah. and um. I haven't been anywhere near as productive, of course, but that's life at the moment. Yeah. And, and look, I'm, I'm with you. Um, I never plan to retire. Yeah. Which, which um, for our clients, uh, oftentimes it's, it's one of their biggest concerns that they, yeah. well, when are you going to retire? So like, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they, they want you to keep working for the rest of your yeah. life. So, so look, yeah. I, I'm, yeah. Um, but, that's an aside, that's, but, but, but it's, yeah. it's, look, I think, I think people are going to come out of this, and there's going to be corporations come out of this as well and say, look, this experiment of, of yeah. our entire workforce working from home uh, was forced upon us. But yeah. the positives out of that are that, hey, it worked. Um, yeah. you know, like, uh, I, I think it, that, and that's, and that's the point that you, that you made before that, you know, there, there is obviously some terrible things that have come out of this crisis, but, but that's happened. All we can now do is look at the positives of it and kind of go, and I, and I think it's like you say, these experiments of, if someone had said to me a month ago, Hey, you've got to work from home for three weeks. I would have gone, no, I can't because I've got to do these things and I've got to do these things. And it, it's sort of like, like you're saying, a lot of these experiments that are forced on us, both from, from a work point of view, it makes you realize how you can do different things and how to make things happen remotely and all that kind of thing. But also just lifestyle wise, things that you might not have realized you enjoyed or things that, that you start to think, well, I could potentially bring this in in the future in, in how I, how I structure my, my days or my weeks. So I think that's kind of, um, we're probably getting a bit off the, the, the main point that I was making there, which is that we have more time to think about it, but, but we have more time to think about it at a time while we're actually running these experiments and trying different things. So rather than just treating it as, you know, this is a, this is a bit of a painful thing that we've got to get through. I think it's a great opportunity for a lot of people who are you know in their fifties to go, well, what what do I really want in five ten years time and and you know do I will I really enjoy that once I've got it so I guess that's the 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 first point that I wanted to bring up do you do you have anything to add to that because that flows very neatly into my next point uh, no go ahead no so we're we're talking about this as um, you know assuming everyone who yeah you know, talking about all the positives is the downside is that. If someone say, if your employer has said that you've got to work from home, you've got to work three or four days a week, that's normally not just because they want to be nice to you because you're going to work from home. That's because you've had to take a pay cut as well. And so the second part of this where, again, it's painful for a lot of people, but having a chance to really reset your, your budget and what you're spending money on and, and how much you're spending is also an opportunity at, at this point in time. So and this was kind of your your point. You discussed this when we were talking previously about sometimes you know making changes around the edges of things can be harder than just than just having to cut to zero and go. Okay, well, what do, what are the essentials in my life? The first half of this podcast was very philosophical, wasn't it? And now we're getting to the practical. <laughs> so I think it's I think this is probably the halfway point. So um, look, I I. I I find um, tremendous value in actually taking a budget and looking at it 
yeah. and starting again and striking a line through anything yeah. that um, even if you think it is essential at this yeah. point in time, yeah. strike a line through it yeah. because you can always get it back. So, well, I mean, I mean just, many, some, just some quick, yeah. just some quick uh, examples of that might be, um, yeah, $100 a month uh, internet package. Yeah. So have a look at that. And, um, yeah, you might, you might see your usage is only half of that. So go back to $50 a month and, yeah. and you know, you can always at the drop of a hat, increase that back up again. Yeah. Uh, phone plans. Um, you've got things like pay TV and all those types of things. So it's, well, it's, this, it's a this, really this good test sort of, to strike a line through that. And I mean, just, yeah. just get completely out of your budget and, and pair your budget back to the bare minimum, yeah. because anytime you want to, to re-engage those services, um, look, those corporations will take you back to review some things at this stage and to, and to really, really pair back on your budget. Um, yeah. look, knowing, knowing that, knowing that, um, knowing that in times when your income is increasing, just natural creep occurs yeah. into your budget where uh, you yeah. sign up for this, you sign up for that, um, you sign yeah. up for the more expensive option here and there. Um, yeah. All of those things occur at that point in time and yeah. your expenses just naturally expand to fill your income. So yeah. you, you mentioned before there'd be people that have moved back to three days a week. So you'd be doing this right now out of necessity yeah. because your income is yeah. three-fifths theoretically yeah. of, of what it was before. Um, even for people that their income is still five fifths uh, or a hundred percent of what it was, there's been no change to their income. Look, it's a really good opportunity to do this right now as well, because uh, we mentioned before that you do have time. You've got time. And, and it's, well, and, well, don't you think that's, that's really the biggest issue for most people. Like when you say to people, you should look at where you're spending money and whether there's any scope to cut back. No one, no one says, no, no, that's a terrible idea. What tends to happen is people go, yeah, that's a good idea. We just we just got to find the time to do it, or we just got to you know organize the time to to make that happen. When you're stuck in your house and you can't go anywhere, it's it's really it's it's probably the the first chance that a lot of people will have where they may well get so bored that they actually want to look at their budget. Probably not, but but maybe. Look, uh, and you you hate diving or delving into the weeds here. <laughs> I do, I uh, from, you like you like to be flying from your thirty thousand well, foot view. Well, uh, so, so allow me to jump into the weeds. So I've got some practical measures yeah. here. Yeah. Um, look, there's things to just forget about, such yeah. as uh, you know um, council rates, can, for example. They we, are what they're going to be. Can, can we can we just refer people to our other podcast where you've talked? We can. We can. I, I just want to because he hates, <laughs> really hates talking about this sort of stuff. Look, um, it's now is a good time to review your insurances, so your medical and health insurance. Obviously, you don't want to. Um, be careful there because you don't want to you you don't want to um, uh, take some benefits away, especially in a time like this. But uh, they're the types of things that just naturally creep up in yeah. terms of in terms of um, premiums, uh, home and contents insurance as well, and vehicle insurance. So those types of things. Look, yeah. you get the you get the renewal notice every year, and you're so busy that you don't have time to shop those around. So now's a really good time to shop those around and actually compare different benefits. Yep. Um, petrol will take care of itself. You can't go anywhere. Or you can't, you yeah. can't drive. <laughs> uh, so that should be a lower expense. Yeah. Uh, things like fitness. Now I'm all for supporting local businesses, of course, but, but um, 
I mean, you physically just can't go and do your boot camps at the moment yeah. uh, or yeah. go to the gym. So have a look yeah. at that. If you can, yeah, yeah, if you can scale that back, then it's a good time to do that. Club yeah. memberships, they're types of things that, that creep in over time and any source, any, and any type of subscription. Yeah. Uh, gifts. Gifts is one of those ones where uh, for social gatherings, which are basically off the table at the moment, <laughs> it's bizarre oh, there's just so it's much a... there's so much pressure to give gifts and look it's yeah. it's I, I i i can't stand gifts i can't stand the pressure of gifts like it's just there's just so many times now my mother-in-law who's retired uh for my birthday and for christmas every year tries to give me cash and i'm like <laughs> You're I'm a 45 year old man. I don't think you're like, plus a present. So like, yeah. and, and yeah. so I give it back to her and I tell her she's naughty for doing it and then just yeah. cease and desist. But yeah. yeah, there's, there's just such a pressure to yeah. give gifts. And for some people we see that, we see that go into the thousands of dollars a year. So yeah. we see that up around $3,000 a year for, for yeah. people. And when you actually go through it with them, they say, no, no, it's not that much, but, but it is yeah, when they're the giving reality. gifts to yeah. quite a lot of people and extended well, yeah, family so members. I, I'm, I'm in the zone now of, you know, first and second birthday parties. It seems like there's one of them on every, every, every week. And you kind of <laughs> go, there's always a pressure for a present or a something or a, you know, a gift or whatever. But, um, hmm. but I, I think that the, the, like you said, I, I, don't, I never want to get in the weeds on budgeting, but what, what I thought about with this that is a, so there's, there's two parts to it. For a lot of people, the time is the issue, is the reason they haven't looked at their budget so far. And the second part, the, the second reason they haven't really looked at their budget is because every time they do, they end up having an argument with their husband or their wife. And that's, so I think the, the good opportunity here is if your income has been reduced, it's sort of, um, it almost provides you with a bit of a common enemy. It, it doesn't become a situation where you're going, hey, let's talk about our budget. You spend too much money. You need to cut this out. It's, it's basically a shared problem that you go, look, our pay is going to drop by, as you said, you know, 20% or 40% or whatever. We need to work together to find out a way to make this happen. And, and it gives you an opportunity to tie all that in where you go, okay, well, because it's such a big cut, you then have to go back to basics and go, let's put a line through everything and let's just add back things in as they become absolutely essential to us. And, and you sort of find that uh, these sorts of things tend to get couples working, working together um, on, on a shared goal or a shared uh, incentive of we just have to make this work together rather than, rather than it becoming a point scoring thing of, well, you get to spend this much. So I want to spend that much on, on a similar sort of thing. So I, I, think I agree that, when it's been thrust upon you, the real silver yeah. lining is that, yeah. is that you have to do it. So you have mm. to scale back to, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah if, you, if your income is now only 80% of what it, what it, what it previously what it was. was, you actually yeah. get forced to scale back. That's right. Um, Whereas if, and, if you're and, the, if you're the saver in your couple and you just say, I think we need to save 20%, you're that you're fighting uphill battle because it's just it sounds like you making a, a commandment from from on high to say we should be doing this. The the real silver lining is that is that if you have a, a pay cut, uh, whilst it's never great, um, the yeah. silver lining is that you're forced to cut back to in this example eighty percent of what your previous spend was. Um, yeah. So so when your income goes back to a hundred percent of of what it is, you you. Yeah. you overnight have a spare 20% of your income now. 
Um, yeah. And, and my thoughts to that would be with a little bit of uncertainty, uh, yep. the, the safe way to go would be just to set up a separate bank account called yep. and nickname it retirement planning account. Yep. Um, and go through your budget, everything that you cut, um, what you want to do, if you're still on the, if you're still on the full income yep. uh, and you're doing this, so if, you, if your income hasn't changed at all, um, what you want to do is that every time you pick up a $50 saving here, a $100 saving here, add that up. Yep. And if that all adds up to $500 a fortnight, for example, that yep. you've saved by uh, reviewing your budget, then just simply set up a every time you receive your fortnightly pay, set up an automatic transfer of $500, which is the, the, the cumulative saving that you've just stripped out of your budget and have that pushed into your uh, separate bank account called retirement planning yep. account. Now, um, this is called a stress test. So you'd, you, know, you'd, you'd, you stress test that for a period yep. of time. So it might be six fortnights and you find that um, what we find when we make significant changes with our clients' budgets, we find that they do it standing on their head usually. Yep. So, yeah, what I think you'd find is that you would do it standing on your head. You'd find it. Yep. That, that was pretty easy because yep. um, you know, you've made those changes and, and to an extent, whatever's left over in your um, pay account after yep. that money's been transferred anyway is, um, is, is, is largely what people spend. Yeah. And, and that actually very neatly ties into my, my next point that when I was thinking about this the other day, which is that, yeah, that's the, the short term, as you said, as a short term stress test, what you'd want to do is take that money and, uh, and just tip into a bank account and make sure that you are able to do that. The long-term um, way to look at that then is obviously that's where uh, a financial planner could be talking to you about what is the best use of that $500 a fortnight. And this is where, uh, you know, we've, we've talked previously about the tax savings and those kinds of things that are available. So obviously they're making that as a contribution to super versus saving your bank account. Um, the, the real, one of the, the things that I thought about as to why right now is a great time to get started with this is that for most people, the majority of your retirement savings needs to be invested in, in the top companies across Australia and around the world. Now we've just had in, in the Australian share market, a, a drop of about 30%. So companies that, that you were buying for a dollar a month ago, you're now buying for 70 cents. So if you now take this opportunity to, to free up some cash flow and are able to be, putting that aside and saving that for your retirement, you're essentially buying into those assets for 70 cents on the dollar. So it's, it's like they're on sale right now. Yes. Um, look, it's a, it's, it's a fantastic time to, to, to start putting money into your superannuation. And yeah. for someone, look, the, the, the benefits right now, you just mentioned that benefit Dallas. So yeah. um, uh, for someone who hasn't maximizing their, $25,000 a year concessional contribution limits, yeah. which I just heard a whole lot of people tune out when I said <laughs> concessional contribution. contribution <laughs> so here's, uh, here's the benefit. So, um, yeah. so if you're not, if you're not doing that now for a husband yeah. and wife, a typical couple, uh, they can put in uh, $15,000 each to their superannuation yeah. fund uh, over the course of the year generally on average and um and as you said so there's thirty thousand dollars combined they're, they're they're buying in at the moment for 70 cents in the dollars so they they're yeah. buying in 30 percent more 
uh, if they're spreading that money across the, the great companies of Australia and the world. Further to that, further to that, whatever their marginal rate of taxes, yep. which is generally 34.5% to 39%, yep. they're going to get that marginal rate of tax back on yep. that contribution. Yeah, and so there's a little bit more involved in it, uh, so yeah. don't just assume you can throw thirty thousand dollars in uh, yeah. because you have to fit under those twenty five thousand yeah. dollars each contextual contribution cap. But but, but it's, it's it a tremendous is, it's thing. A so you're throwing you're throwing you're throwing but, money in. Yeah. Um, even let's use ten thousand as an example. So you're, you're investing ten thousand dollars in. Yeah. Um, now it does get taxed at fifteen percent, but you're buying yeah. with the remainder of that money. Uh, you're buying in at 30% reduced prices right now. Yep. Yep. Um, and then outside, you claim that as a tax deduction. So you're getting back 34 and a half to 39% of that on average uh, yep. of that amount that you put in. So somewhere in the vicinity of an extra tax return of 3450 yep. uh, to $3,900 extra back in personal tax yep. per $10,000 invested. Yep. So and it's it's really one of those things where you go for for most people you you really need an incentive to to make those sorts of things and so if you think of those two two things working together in tandem it's a really way to get really good way to get motivated to get started now is to go not only am I getting a thirty percent discount on the assets that I'm buying I'm also getting a a thirty four and a half or a thirty nine percent saving on that tax saving on that money mm. so yeah. a combination of those two things is a really powerful. Uh, yeah, reason to, to get started on that now. So, and, and one of the good things, so, because people are inevitably worried during times like this, okay, what if I can't afford to, to put that money into superannuation in the future? Um, yep. I think some people feel that they're locked into doing that. And we say, no, yep. no, you're not locked into anything. So if you yep. get paid fortnightly and yep. we work out that uh, you, know, you need to put in Fifteen thousand dollars to your superannuation fund to take advantage of your full uh, yeah. uh, tax deductions that you can take advantage of for the year. Yeah. Um, you split that up into twenty six fortnights, and you divide yeah. fifteen thousand by twenty six fortnights, yeah. and that's the amount that you voluntarily every fortnight push into your superannuation fund. Now, should your pay change, should your situation change where you take a pay cut or anything like that, you can pause that, yeah. or you can you can dial it back. Um, yeah. You can stop it altogether, well, uh, which I, which I is that, which is a really powerful thing. And people often are surprised at that. And I think I think why they're surprised at that is because um, uh, many people, as an alternative to putting money in the superannuation, borrow to buy a rental property, and, yeah, and you don't have that. You don't have and that. And you don't have that luxury that at that point in yeah. time. You can't switch but, that off because you have yeah. the. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the point I just want to make there about, and it ties into that budgeting piece, is that. Um, but it, it's funny because people will often worry about going, okay, well, if I start saving this money and putting it into super, what if I can't access it, you know, in the future if I need to, but normally what's actually happening is at the moment, they're not saving that money at all. So that's right. If, if, that's if, you're, if, you're, if you're saving money every fortnight and putting it into super, which is, you know, there are clients of ours now, their income's dropping that, that were putting money in super, they've had to switch that off. Now, they're at least in a, in a much better position because they're used to living on that that income. All they've done is they've switched off the contribution to the super. They, they're they now living on 
probably a similar amount. If they hadn't been making that contribution to super, there's no way they were going to save that money. They would have just spent it. And now they'd be in a position where they're scratching, trying to find a way to live on that reduced income. So I think it's basically my attitude, as you said, it's that you put that money into super. If you need to switch that off, you can, you can always adjust um, as we're going along, but you're at least, you're then in, in the zone of being able to, to live on that reduced income. So there's no, there's no real downside to it from, from that perspective. Um, now, and this is ties into the final point that I wanted to make here as to why why now is a good time to make this happen is that so for most for most people like we we're just saying you you find that you you stress about things that you can't control and that's human nature 101 is that yeah there's just so many things that are that are going on at the moment that you read the news and you read the headlines and you know share prices are down and you know the economy's struggling and I don't know what my employer's going to be doing and I don't know what my you know what my kids employers are going to be doing I don't know all these different things for most people being able to take control of something is is a real source of comfort in a time like this and and peace of mind is the term that, that we use all the time so looking at this now is not you might not necessarily have all the answers so you might not there might not be a huge amount that you can actually take charge of and and can do right now while your income's dropped or when you're worried your income is going to drop but at least getting a plan in place giving some real thought to this allows you to sort of take back a, a sense of control of your situation okay well there are some things that that I can't that I can't necessarily fix right now but everything that I can be doing I'm taking advantage of it now I'm I'm doing everything I can to put myself in the best position. And when things change and when things recover and pick back up, I'm going to be positioned to, to take full advantage of that. It's a fantastic point because, uh, I mean, we, we, we talk all the time about how um, uh, people think external forces are at control uh, and are going to dictate whether they retire successfully or, or retire mm. unsuccessfully. We, we know that the largest weighting to yeah. someone's retirement success is their, is their, um, how, how good they are at actually, uh, keeping their expenses to a minimum, um, yeah. controlling things that they can control, which is how much they spend yeah. every, every you know, fortnight, how much they yeah. save, how much they can put in their super fund. So we know yeah. that's the biggest determinant by far. Oh, yeah. um, so it's really, yeah, it, 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 it is a, it is a good point to wrap up in terms of, of, uh, there's so many things that are outside of our control right now. Um, how yep. far will my investment markets fall? When will they recover? How, yep. how uh, will we go in a recession? How deep will that be? All those types yep. of things out of our control. Yep. What is in our control right now is um, uh, yep. to a do large I have, extent. Do, do I, I have, have a plan? Am I sticking to that plan? Am I doing everything I can? Yeah. Um, and, and, and a big part of that certainly... Uh, is how much is coming in and how much is going out the door in expenses. So uh, yeah. now's a, look a really good time to 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 do that from a practical matter, but yeah. then also to get a plan into place. So if you haven't got a yeah. plan in place, I think yeah. that I'm stealing I'm stealing your point here, but that's no, I, I no, that's that's exactly what I was, what I was saying. Is, yeah, it, it's we're unsurprisingly we're on the same page there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Uh, 
would you like to add anything, Dallas, at this point in time? Uh, I, th- I think those those the main the the main point, and I mean, unsurprisingly, we again we've probably talked for forty minutes here, and and then I'll wrap up and say there's only three points, and so you know, but but I guess. For, for anyone who's sitting there, uh, if you're feeling a bit overwhelmed and if you're feeling like, you know, there's just so much happening that's outside of your control now, we think now is a great opportunity to to, to take charge and to, to really do some thinking about your, your future and whether you're on track and what you can be doing. Um, if, you, if you want to speak to us, obviously, uh, we, we're not doing in-person meetings, but we are, we are doing phone meetings, we are doing Zoom meetings with new clients. So if you're sitting around and thinking, you know, I'd I'd like to I'd like to get some guidance on what I need to be focused on now. We're we're only too happy to help, even whether it's just a phone call at this stage and say, here are some of the things to think about, and then, you know, in the future come back and talk to us. Then we're we'd only be too happy to have that conversation with people to to help them work out what they really need to be focused on and and take back a bit of I think control or a feeling of peace of mind that that they are in charge of their own destiny. Look, we have the time at the moment to actually speak with uh, and, <laughs> that's, and, and it's one thing we're not short of, yeah. And if you're listening, I'm guessing you have the time as well. So, so look, it, it, is a good, it is a good time to actually uh, to make contact with us. And we'd be, as Dell said, we'd only be too happy to, um, to have a conversation. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm, I'm surprised at how remarkably well it's worked since, yeah. we've, since we've moved to working from home. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it does work really well with, with Zoom meeting where people can see our screens uh, yeah. and what we're looking at yeah. and, um, and just even the good old-fashioned phone call uh, yeah. has, has worked really well as well. So yeah, yeah. Uh, you happy to wrap up there, Dallas? Great place to wrap up. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Lighthouse Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.